0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another closing live stream. So the market has this funny, funny tendency about going in cycles of fear. And it's really important to consider that. And my economics teacher back long, long, long time ago always said that the stock market is a graph of human emotion. Uh, And what's fascinating is every time you look around at our stock market and you look for when were the best buying opportunities you consistently find that the answer was when there was fear think about it for a moment last uh, uh last um, march we had the recession uh the covid pandemic that was a massive amount of fear right that was an obvious one massive amount of fear stocks go down then you think about the summer people think okay covid's going to be over everything's going to be good recovery stocks are going up all of a sudden, looks like we're going to go into a, a COVID winter. All the restaurants, hotels, everything plummets to lower levels that we've ever seen before because of fear of the virus, right? That was the, the winter wave that we had. You look at what happened in uh, October of 2020. It was pure fear. People were fearful that we were not going to have a peaceful transition of power, that we were not sure who was going to be president. We weren't sure what policies were going to get enacted. Massive fear. Same thing regularly happens over and over again. It happened, uh, this, uh, this spring and people are asking me, Kevin, how, uh, how do you know, how did you know there was going to be an end of the year rally? People all the time getting this in the comments all the time. And it's, I don't have a crystal ball. I just made an educated guess. My educated guess was such that I looked at when is most fear likely to subside? See, in uh, uh, we knew we already knew going into like November December of 2020 that we were going to have massive inflationary fears in 2021. In fact, I wrote a TikTok or, or made a TikTok about bi- a Bitcoin price prediction, and uh, and in it, uh, it was from a course member livestream. We ripped out of it. Uh, it was on Jan in. It was, it was like January 5th or January 6th. And uh, in it, I said, there's going to be a lot of inflation clickbait next year. Inflation's going to go up, but there's going to be a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt around inflation. And sure enough, there was. It came a little earlier than expected. Rather than coming in March, April, and May, people started getting fearful in February, around February 19th. Markets started falling and selling off, right? Uh, So you had a lot of fear around inflation. Fear around inflation started subsiding a little bit in the summer and then came back in august and september and then in september we had this combination of inflation fears with oh no what's the fed going to do with the taper oh no the evergrand crisis the market's going to collapse uh and on top of that the debt ceiling the budget deficit and the reconciliation infrastructure packages lots of fear or i should say lots of uncertainty leading to a lot of fear if you look at those moments throughout the last year and a half You could see the best times to buy were when fear was most extreme. Now, you look at the market. Why is it rallying? Well, there's no fear. What what possible fear do we have now? Look, sure, we have an inflation report coming out next Wednesday. But look at what we got today. We got a jobs report that wasn't overly hot. It wasn't bad. It was actually slightly better than expected, and the inflation readings within it came in slightly lower than expected. So, all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, what what fear catalysts are left? Uh, and and very very few. Uh, and so, in my opinion, until we have another big fear catalyst, not necessarily we're not necessarily going to be in a in a type of market where we're going to have the best buying opportunities. Now don't get me wrong, we're still going to have stocks that are red and green, right? Every single day you're going to have that. You're going to have stocks that went up 15% one day, and then they pull back 5%. But then when you zoom out and you look at pricing, it's things things have pretty much all elevated a chunk. Not everything, there's still some things that have uh, lagged behind, but. Uh, worth noting, right? I mean, look at this. The Dow Jones Industrial up f- 0.59%. The S&P at 0.42%. The NASDAQ up 0.22%. The Russell up one27 uh, The bond market are down. All of these things are a representation, uh, yields down, that is. All of these are a representation of fear going down. With the exception of gold being up, because usually people see that as a fear-based metal, but I, I think gold has kind of lost itself as, as the, the sole fear hedge. Uh, so I prefer to look at the 10-year treasury and the 10-year break-evens, 10-year break-evens. But remember, yields go down when more people feel comfortable, generally institutions, when more uh, institutions feel comfortable purchasing uh, bonds. And if you think we're going to have a highly inflationary period coming up ahead, you're not going to buy bonds that are going to pay you 1.49% or 1.439%. It doesn't matter. Gosh, we're down to 3.9? Holy smokes! We're, yeah, we're basically at 1.44 right now. Wow, yields plummeted. So why did yields plummet? Because we're we're not we're not seeing massive crazy fears of of potential hyperinflation staying. And so the bond bond market's becoming more chill about the idea of buying bonds again. You get bond buying pressure. What happens? Bond yields fall. Same thing we saw this morning on the 10 year break, even 10 year break, even we've come off some of the peaks that we had at the end of October. So anyway, uh, things to pay attention to, but a lot of fear missing in the market, not a lot of fear catalysts left. And I think that's why we're seeing a pretty dramatically positive market along with a bond market that is, uh, is, 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 leading, uh, yields to fall. Uh, the way that works, of course, more people buy prices go up, yields go down simple. All right, that is our intro. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at this. What's McAfee doing? Hold on. That bought in for $7.7 billion in 2011. Then they dropped the McAfee name a few years ago. And so there's a lot of back and forth. They reinstated the name once Intel sold a majority stake in it. Uh, to a private equity equity firm, I should say, TPG, which now owns nearly 66% of McAfee. So you have a situation right now where McAfee, once again, is looking to go private in a deal with Premiere and Advent, and the talks are said to be somewhat advanced, hence the reason why you're seeing the share price move at the moment. Christina, thanks so much for that one. 18% move higher there for McAfee. Okay, McAfee, good for you. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at some of the sheep coming back up from its uh forty five forty eight level jumping back up to uh sixty one twenty eight uh pretty impressive uh rebound here look at this breakout this is really good uh yeah let's take a look at that we really um we did the sort of uh rubber band i like to call it around the uh fifty one level here let's go to no not the day chart let's go to 30 minute on cheap yeah look at that Look at it play these uh, these support and resistance lines here very well. Look at that, down to 0.43, comes up to 5.1, bounces a little bit, comes up to 5.8, bounces a little bit. Now we're getting breakout again. It's really good. Awesome. She breaking out again, very cool. So Airbnb, 13%. Bill.com, almost 13%. Matterport, up almost a full 10 freaking percent. That's impressive, twenty-two point two four. Cinemark at eight point five two percent to the upside. Cinemark reported today, by the way. Let's see here. I want to pull that up. Uh-huh. All right, get that up on the sidelines. All right, uh, Carnival eight percent. By the way, if you're just joining, make sure to watch my intro, my intro rant. <laughs> uh, Las Vegas Sands, 7.65, lots of green right here in the recovery sector, folks. Lots and lots of green. Uh, that Pfizer pill news. Really, I mean, a, a lot of people are calling it the Pfizer-Mectin, but who cares? The people calling it Pfizer-Mectin are probably people unwilling to take the vaccine anyway, and they would be more willing to take Ivermectin, probably. <laughs> uh, and, uh, hey, whatever. If, if it helped them, good. But, uh, you know, I, I guess probably uh it probably only takes like one medical professional to compare the Pfizer drug to ivermectin uh i guess it's something about being a pro- protease inhibitor is is that true ivermectin protease 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 i think it's spelled protease but i think it's pronounced protease i'm not sure about that maybe somebody can uh help me with that one <laughs> there's a there's a full uh full article already. Uh, Pfizer's new trial drug is not ivermectin in disguise. A Facebook post falsely falsely suggests that the potential new COVID drug treatment from Pfizer is essentially the same thing as ivermectin. The two drugs are very structurally different, according to a screenshot. Ooh, protein uh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 The post highlights sections of the text that the Pfizer drug candidate is a protease inhibitor and ivermectin was found as a blocker of viral replicase protease and human TMPRSS2. Okay. Uh, wow. There are a lot of different protease inhibitors. That's interesting. Hepatitis C, blah, blah, HIV, blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. I mean, that's, I, I think it's just popular for people to say that. Obviously, they're, they're different drugs, but um, whatever. Okay, so uh, let's see here. What else we got going on? Uh, protease, pretty sure Protease. Okay, now, well, now we got to look it up. Now we got to look it up. Dictionary.com. Pro, pro. Oh, you might be right. Protease? Oh. Protease. Protease. Oh wow. Okay. I'm screwing it up both ways. Protease. 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 That's what we'll go with. Protease. Cool. All right. Thank you very much for the fact check. You medical experts, you. Peloton down 35%. It's pretty much been chilling here all day long. uh, Sitting around plus or minus like 32 to 35%. Uh, It does look like it's actually at the low of the day right now. But I mean, we're barely talking lows here. This is, uh, look at the attempt at a buy the dip right here. That was immediately sold off. Like buying the dip here basically created the opportunity for other people to sell off. Moderna at the beginning of the day. Moderna. 17.82%. When was that? Uh, The bump was around... Oh, oh, it's 7 to 8 o'clock hour. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Yeah, Cool. So, uh, what else here? Okay. Fastly down 8%. Outlet, wow, down 7.5%. All of a sudden. I don't think there's any real news on this one. Quite a lot of companies, though, hurting here. And a lot of these are the stay at home ones. If you look at that, Dropbox, DocuSign, uh, Zoom on, on this news here about this uh, Pfizer drug, Newegg, DWAC, Fair, uh, Wayfair, Etsy, 3. Yeah, 3% on Etsy. Wow. Yeah. Arrival, 3%. X 3%. SoFi, 2.76%. Affirm, 2.3%. N-Phase. 2% hippo 188% of the downside. I'm pretty sure lemonade's down as well. MP material. So a bunch of smaller kind of losses here. Wow, look at Tesla. Tesla down 0.71%. There was a period, wasn't there a period of the day where it went up? Pretty sure. Yeah, look at that. It went up to 1239 there for a hot minute. That's funny. Oh, oh well. Uh Tattoo Chefs down about a half percent. Salesforce, JP Morgan. Shift Technology, okay, what else? Bill.com, Airbnb, Emrin. Why is Emrin all of a sudden taking off? Some buyer volume here probably. Let's go to the one minute chart. So this looks like all of a sudden you had some big buys come in. Code 311, 311, 311,000 shares. What is that, 2.1 million? 7.52, yeah, 2.3 million. You had some big share purchases. Be careful, that that can tend to sell off. But we'll see if it keeps running. Uh, it depends on that volume. It, sometimes it's enough, though, to cue to other traders to, like, get in. Uh, anyway, look at Lucid. 9.2%, despite the fact that Tesla just uh, just slipped down. Uh, what, down 1 point? No, it's down 0.7%, something like that. All right. So let's see what else we have here. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Uh-huh. Okay, hold on a second here. okay. And that's, eh. all right, let's go see what headlines here. other headlines, Bloomberg, hiring trouble ahead for U.S. firms as labor supply stays weak, yeah, that's interesting because we had such a strong labor report today that they're suggesting labor firms are still somewhat suffering, let's see here. October jobs report showed better-than-expected pickup in hiring, but one key indicator points for a rougher time. Labor force participation for 25 to 54-year-olds picked up to 81%, well above the pandemic low, but lingering far below the pre-pandemic levels, the BLS said. Well, double percent. The weakness was led by a drop in participation for Black women and Latino men. The figure, which shows how many people are employed or looking for work, uh, highlights a shrinking worker pool since the COVID-19 pandemic Upended the labor market last year. While strength of employment was encouraging sign, labor supply still remains very weak. Okay. New college grads are making gains in employment and wages during the pandemic. Yeah, I can only imagine. But e- easier to make more money now. Opinion. Why j loves the jobs report. Well, I mean, I feel like that's similar to what we talked about. You know, it's it's not too hot. And uh, it actually showed softer month over month inflation. Uh, if anything, it sort of reiterates his path. Uh, all right, let's let's see here. Okay, this is all catch up. All right, what do we got here? Hmm. Okay. All right. I don't know that I really want to particularly go through this person's opinion piece here. I think it's good. I think Jay likes it as well. Oh, whoa, look at this. Peloton CEO no longer a billionaire as bike maker plunges. Oh, that's such a, like, such a downgrade. It's like, I used to be a billionaire. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Wow. Tesla surpasses a whole index worth of energy industry leaders. What is this? Let's take a look at this. She yo she's still running. So's Emron. and Lucid. Wow. Matterport. Matterport's probably gonna keep going up if NVIDIA keeps going up. How is NVIDIA doing? Is there a buying opportunity yet in NVIDIA? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it at the top. Ooh, NVIDIA went break even. No, no, it, it saved so. Oh my gosh, NVIDIA went break even. Say it ain't so, brother. They went from three a high of 313 right back under two. Wow. Is this the beginning? Is this the beginning of the end? Is this is this where we get the curve of pain? Is this it? Is this where fear starts coming back into the market? Where everything caps and the market finally starts tanking again to create ourselves another buying opportunity? I don't know. All right, Tesla suppresses a whole index worth of energy industry leaders. Tesla's market value has suppressed that of an entire sector. It promises to disrupt. Yeah, so? Move demonstrates the power of a handful of stocks over the US equity benchmark. (laughs) Hmm, top six make up currently 25% in the S&P 500, though Tesla's index weight of 2.5% falls just shy of the energy's 2.8% due to the S&P. They're comparing it to the S&P energy sector, basically. They're saying Tesla is now larger. House now set to vote on the infrastructure bill on Friday. What? Today? They were. I mean, they were talking about voting on it yesterday. But one of the things that the Virginia election screamed to Democrats was uh, get get your act together and pass the hard infrastructure bill already. I'm surprised that they're actually going to potentially do that. Whoa, Speaker Pelosi set a House vote on Friday for the 550 bill. Is this true? Really? Okay, instead, the House will take a procedural vote on Friday that will allow the legislation to pass to the floor later. Okay, so it's not a vote on the bill, it's a procedural vote. House Progressive's group says they won't go along with the plan to pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill without passage of the larger bill, known as the Build Back Better. They have held out public work since August while demanding an agreement on a social safety net. I still wonder if you can't get Republicans to help you pass the hard infrastructure bill. Like Democrats and Republicans could probably pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill together. It is a bipartisan infrastructure bill after all. It's just a matter of Pelosi bringing it to the floor. Pelosi only has a narrow majority and can't afford to lose more than three Democrats on any party-line vote. The infrastructure plan already passed in the Senate with Republican support, but it's unclear how many GOP House members might vote for it. Now, the BIF, the bipartisan infrastructure, uh, they'll bring the BIF to the floor. The agenda we're advancing is transformative and his uh, and the rule for consideration. Okay. The Senate having approved in August, great Pelosi members, let's see, Pelosi spent most of Friday trying to convince nearly half a dozen fiscally conservative House Democrats to vote for the bill without a formal estimate of the cost. The members were not taking the White House at its word that the bill will be fully paid for, so-called recon bill. This would be the social infrastructure bill. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get the social infrastructure bill done as fast. But it'd be nice if they got the hard infrastructure plan done. Mansion and cinema, folks. Remember, they're in the Senate. They're not in the. Uh, they're not in the House. Uh, they, they're the other problem uh, for Democrats. All right. What else? What else do we have in Zen News? What else? Yeah, I, uh, let's see here. The Pfizer thing is great news and we covered that this morning. This is interesting on rewriting the Republican playbook. That that I mean not something we're going to cover now, but Mhm. All right, what else? Draw your own chart. <laughs> no. Okay, let's see here. Credit Suisse, uh, prime brokering. Okay, millions blocked from access and pension. Oh, look at this. EV maker Rivian sued for unlawful firing. Ooh. Now the company's going public. The person wants their stock probably. A former executive. Oh, you can guarantee that's what's happening. Guaranteed. This person just wants their stocks. They just want their money. A former executive at the EV maker Rivian has sued the company saying she was fired in retaliation two days after raising complaints about gender discrimination. Laura Schwab, a former Aston Martin executive who was Rivian's vice president of sales and marketing until last month, claimed she was routinely excluded from meetings in which her expertise would have been valuable. According to the statement, Schwab also raised concerns internally that delivery targets for Rivian's electric vehicles, which include a pickup truck and sport utility vehicle, were not achievable, but that she was not taken seriously. Sounds to me like she was a fudster. <laughs> uh, the complaint was filed in the California Superior Court in OC on Thursday. It comes as Rivian's about to IPO. It alleges an unlawful firing That cost Schwab millions of dollars in unvested equity. See, nailed it. It always comes back to the dollars, friends. Didn't read this article before. It's just, it's a duh. If you're an executive, you're getting paid big and stonk. And you're suing right before they're going public? Come on, man. Come on. It's obvious. Schwab is being represented by an attorney who previously appeared for Ellen Pau. I don't know who that is. In her unsuccessful gender discrimination lawsuit against the venture capital firm Kleiner Perkins. Schwab is determined to hold Rivian accountable for its bad behavior. Schwab outlined her complaint in a blog post titled Life Outside the Boys Club. Ooh, Rivian publicly boasts about its culture. So it was a crushing blow when I joined the company and was almost immediately Experienced a toxic bro culture that marginalizes women and contributes to the company making mistakes. Mm. Uh, raised concerns to, to HR about gender discrimination from a manager, the boys' club uh, culture, and the impact it was having on me, and my team, and two company Two days later, my boss fired me. Ouch. Never in my years in the auto industry have I experienced such blatant marginalization. To date, Rivian has delivered 156 vehicles to customers, but said it intended to increase that to about 1,000 by the end of the year, by which time, the company also said it hoped to deliver uh, 10 of the 100,000 vehicles that Amazon ordered. The e-commerce giant is both Rivian's biggest customer and largest investor with a 22% stake. Wow, Rivian. You know, interestingly, 1,000 vehicles by the end of the year is roughly the same path that uh, Lucid is on. Lucid is also trying to get to 1,000 vehicles by the end of the year. And look at Lucid, folks. It's been skyrocketing. It's at 12.4% right now. Uh, it's it's done very, very well in the last few days here. Uh, and it, that's a good thing. That's great. Very good. Okay, so we've got four minutes left till the end of the day. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. Let's see what earnings we have coming up. Okay. Okay, so. Uh oh! It's oh it's Friday. Oh what, man! Friday suck. So like no earnings. Wah, boring. All right, so no earnings. just means we have last last minute things here to look at on El Charto. Peloton down thirty five. Moderna sixteen. Dropbox ten. Why? I I mean, Dropbox could only possibly be falling on this Pfizer news. It it just makes sense. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't really like Dropbox. But uh, I'm going to look at it anyway. Dropbox. Social media volume surges. That's it. Momentum. Momentum after the beats. Okay. All right, let's see here. Lyft, a lot of recovery stocks today. If you own recovery, today's one of those days where it's like, yep, here's my opportunity to GTFO. We're <laughs> just saying, you know, obviously whatever you want, but I'd rather be in uh, tech, 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 tech. Backed holdings. You took like five days for them to clear my $999 transfer to that app. Tesla, still down 0.5%. Where's the hood? The robber of the hood. Hood. Hood's up. Uh, hood's at 37 again. It's Up from that 34 low. Good to know that it keeps bouncing around 34 because it did that around IPO time as well. Gives you a good sort of support line. What about pins? How's poopy pins? That's what we're going to call it from now on. Poopy pins. 46%. Yeah, yeah. Palantir is 1.79% to the downside. How about PayPal and poopy PayPal and poor PayPal. Poopy pins and poor PayPal. (laughs) Uh, It's like the child and the dad. (laughs) Anyway, all right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're going into the close here, obviously, with, with some impressive movements here. Let's take a look at the indices here. So all indices essentially green here and let's see here. Lucid approaching 42. It's crazy. Yeah, it really is. It's awesome. Fiskers up 8%. Things really catching up to the Tesla effect. It's impressive. Metamaterials is even up a little bit. Amazon's even up a little bit. How's Goog doing? Goog. Goog, whoa, we hit 3,000 for a moment. Holy moly, that's the first we had an intraday high of 3,011. Ooh, I got some dollar hollas in Google. I like that, Google's done very well for me. So I just took some big old attendees on some calls on this thing. $2,000 calls from March did very well, from February actually. All right, let's listen into the close. Yesterday, we're the road the Dow s up 0.4% the Dow up 0.6%, the Nasdaq up 0.2% record gold once again. Well, we heard Wilford Frost there call it record closes again, Dow Jones up 0.57%, percent s p up 0.37, Nasdaq up 0.2, Russell up 1.44%. And we've got records on the Dow, the S and P, the Nasdaq, and the Russell. All of them, all of them, record freaking closes. Dun 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 dun. Really impressive. So uh, okay, well, folks, let's see what we got here. We have uh, we have things that closed very, very high. Uh, Sheeb's obviously still open for business, up twenty four percent. You know, got to pump that cheap. Somebody clipped me going pumping that to the moon. I don't pump meme coins, but apparently people think that. <laughs> cover them though. Uh, Emrin up uh, 26.6%. We got bill.com 14%. Airbnb 12%. Man. And I was looking at those call options yesterday and I'm like, man, now I got some real SOMO. Uh, Lucid Group up 12.6%. Pfizer on the Pfizer pill. Pfizer-Mectin, which is not Pfizer-Mectin. Please, YouTube gods, don't demonetize me for saying that. Uh, But that's obviously the joke that's going around. Uh, I actually think it's wonderful, and so does the recovery sector. Stocks don't lie. Investors place bets with their money, and they are placing bets that this Pfizer pill is going to get us through the winter, that the COVID winter is not going to be an issue, and therefore Las Vegas Sands, United Airlines, Dave & Buster's, Spirit Airlines, Southwest, Wynn, MGM, and even Playboy are all going to the moon along with Darden, American Airlines, Boeing, and the Marcus Group, along with Uber. Uh, Very, very cool. Uh, Very, very good week for a lot of stocks here. Look at some of my top favorites, okay? So top favorites here. Uh, Enphase was, uh, I believe, down today, but look at the week, or yeah, just look at the last bit here on the chart for Enphase. Look at this constant sideways garbage and Finally, the breakout, right? Let's look at Etsy for a moment here. Look at Etsy here. It's been moving for a while. Chugga-chugga-choo-choo. Incredible breakout here recently. Absolute record highs. Obviously, Tesla, record highs recently after the chugga-chugga-choo-choo as well. A firm has kind of been sitting around the 160 levels. It's closed at 164 right now. But look at that shape. (laughs) Uh, Is it going to cup and handle? Let's see. Uh, then we've got, uh, let's see, we've got a firm. What's, what's another one of my favorite? Well, I like net. I'm not in net, but I want to be in net. And net has done the, uh, Etsy and Tesla explosion here. So is NVIDIA. I'm in NVIDIA a little bit and it's just absolutely absolutely exploded. Uh, some real explosive growth. Things that are, uh, hanging out behind, uh, that are, that are lagging. Look at the laggers, folks. Robin Hood, hated and down. And it's getting kicked while it's down as well. Lemonade, you've got Lemonade uh, trying to recover here. The car insurance news came and went. The darn thing ran to $80 on the car insurance news and quickly gave up $10 again. Don. Don Don Darn Lemonade, we were waiting for that catalyst, but you came and went so fast. I don't want to be with you anymore. (laughs) Uh, Never mind. So uh, then obviously Lucid, I mentioned all year long, essentially, I got asked almost every single day, what's it going to take for Lucid to finally break out again? We knew it was car deliveries and the cars are getting delivered and now they're blowing up. It's almost like it's a psychology 101 course on what's happening in the stock market. Uh, Redfin, obviously, uh, Redfin and Zillow and the real estate, the iBuyers kind of lagging. Uh, docu signs coming off it's uh its highs on uh on, on reopening so zoom right zoom moderna these guys getting kind of burned on reopening piton right you kind of see these broader base p- uh, burnouts here so um yeah okay uh expi expi kind of channeling here uh what do we got here ah uh, I- I don't know if we're in a position yet where we can draw a trend. Seems like we're really lidded here around 54, 55. Oh, yeah, probably better. Slapped us right in the channel here. So we'll see if we end up getting a breakout to one side. We'll see. Mm. Somebody's saying the squid token is actually functioning again. Seriously. Oh no. That's bad too. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's going to make Peloton drop even more. I thought the worst was over. I thought the worst was over. Apparently, it's not. Unless this news came out earlier in the day. But if this news just broke, that's not good. Oh, man. I didn't think the news was going to get any worse. Uh, No. Okay. This news has already been realized. I think. Cause I don't even see that on the ter- term durger, unless this is just breaking news crap from three minutes ago, three minutes. It's not breaking news. Somebody says, but I don't know three minutes ago and uh, effective immediately had a hands all hands on me meet, deck meeting Friday and now they're not hiring anymore. Oh gosh. That's not good. If this news just came out, and it's not even in the Bloom Terminal yet, that's not good. Man, why do they got to tell us that after? I mean, maybe it's a good thing, because maybe that means their expenses won't suck, right? Just sell what you can, milk it for what it's worth, but stop hiring. Stop spending money, you know? Remember how we were noticing they weren't getting a good return on their advertising anyway? Anyway. Uh, Emran is continuing to run after hours here. Liquidity went down, so it's not a surprise to see a more outsized impact. And uh, Toast falling a little bit after hours. Toast falling about 3% after hours. See if there's any news there. Toast. Somebody else says they heard this morning uh okay well i mean that, that'd that be good if that was news from this morning <clears throat> toast announced early ipo lockup release oh that's not good it's like the, hey the stock's so high everybody go sell yeah let's all go sell today toast announced the partial early lockup release with respect to toast class a shares Pursuant to the equity lockups, 15% of the vested equity held as of October 15th by Toast's current and former employees and consultants and their immediate family members may be sold at the beginning of the second day of trading after the date that uh, Toast publicly announces its earnings for the third quarter of 2021. Toast intends to publicly announce earnings on November 9th. Accordingly, Toast estimates that 10 million shares will be eligible for sale on November 11th. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. So 11 million shares could potentially come up for sale on toast. Wow. Cool. All right. That's so cool. Yeah, I think that team, the Team sees thing is awesome. Thanks for saying that. No idea. Don't know anything about Kishu coin. No. Uh, I'd be shocked if Squid actually came back. I demand to know why after months of suffering, I show you my disgusting opposites of... Boeing and now I cut my losses by more than half. You have the magic touch. <laughs> really? How, why did it go up today? Yeah, it did. Oh, good. Good job. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. That's that's very good. I'm I'm happy for you, Michael. Well, thank you for the 10 Canadian dollars. Eh? <laughs> hey. Uh oh, is Piton now dropping? Yeah, now it's starting to. I didn't see this news anywhere. So the only way Peton wouldn't drop more is if the market sees this as an opportunity for Peloton to not spend as much money. That's it. Too bad you can't close options in the after hours. Oh well. Uh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh okay. Adds toast to bear target. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Poop ton. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, my friends. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I do want to say I do think Neo needs a little bit of love. Uh Neo, not uh okay, now it's in the Bloomberg terminal. Bloomberg freezes all hiring. Within the last two minutes, it comes out in the Bloomberg terminal. And then it starts falling. Right here is when the news came out on the Bloomberg terminal, and now the the, the suits are starting to sell. But yeah, anyway, uh, do I think NEO is a buying opportunity? I really do think NEO has been left behind. I will say that I do think NEO has been left behind. I do think so. Squid, squid. Oh wow, this thing's actually coming back to life how there's no way it was nine cents now it's 20 cents oh my gosh it's like scam part two uh there is growing evidence that this project has rugged (laughs) they call it rugged i mean i've heard of rug pull before but rugged that's funny this is the last time I'll be tweeting about this, but the developers of Squid just ran off with millions. Oh wow, nice, nice. This project has has rugged. Not even has been rugged. It's just the new verb. You got rugged. That rugged dog. That rugged. Stay away from that because it rugged. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Alright. Anything else? I think Peton's gonna have a bad Monday. And I thought the worst was over with the news. So I sold a put. Volatility is also extreme right now. So selling puts is somewhat juicy. But uh yeah. Was not expecting another set of bad news. That's what I got, though. No. More bad news. <laughs> oh, well. Thank you for being here, and good.